Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing tremendous on this tremendous Tuesday, otherwise known as Tiger Tuesday. So tiger like Tony the Tiger, but instead of saying it's great, we just say Tiger Tuesday because you tackle this Tuesday like a tiger. Uh, so I didn't have intro music for you today because I got ready to go over to my little stand in the corner. See it over there? My See that? That's my stand-up desk over in the corner. And I was going to cue the music, and then I realized I didn't have my laptop plugged in. So you'll have to dance on your own. Hello, Sephora. Nice to see you there. Hello there, Mimi. Hello there, Barry Martin and Cynthia Costa and Natalie Tracy. Good to see all you fine folks today. Um, so why is emotional intelligence important? Why does emotional intelligence matter is our topic for this evening. And um, what's got me thinking about that is I'm about to go over and see a family where there's an imbalance of emotional intelligence. And I've seen this happen before, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but I question if the children may have an emotional a level of emotional intelligence that outmeasures the adults um, that are charged with their care. And so it creates conflicts. And I've seen this in families before where the children's emotional intelligence outweighs the parents, the adults. And um, it just, it, it's an interesting dynamic. And the reason in emotional intelligence matters is if you, if you are not familiar with EQ, EQ stands for emotional intelligence and it's the ability and um, mindfulness, the ability to have mindfulness, the ability to read emotional cues, it's almost like your social intelligence, different than your IQ, IQ being your intelligence quota, that's your, you know, how smart you are, it's what we usually measure when we're measuring IQ, or your intelligence quotient, as opposed to EQ, which is your emotional quotient. And this, this EQ, emotional intelligence, came out in the 90s. Daniel Goleman was pretty mainstream with it. But what we don't realize is that emotional intelligence actually dictates to your IQ a great deal. So if you do not have the ability to be regulated, it can actually vastly impact your cognitive abilities your intellectual functioning. And one of the things that we encounter with schools, well, so in society, as well as in schools particularly, is that we put so much focus, hello there, Johnny and Deanna and Carrie, we put so much focus on intelligence, cognitive intelligence, that we oftentimes sacrifice our children's emotional intelligence. And guess what our children have to have to be able to function successfully in the world? You think it's EQ or you think it's IQ? It's EQ. Your social and emotional intelligence is what will allow you to navigate the world that we live in much more effectively than your IQ. And all of you know people who, they're not book smart, 
but they, are, they have a lot of common sense. But see, those are people who have more EQ. They're able to get by. They're able to figure it out. And in our society, we put so much emphasis on a child's, and I think you guys maybe see me backwards. It looks like I'm using my right hand, but I'm actually pointing at my left hemisphere. We put so much focus on children's intelligence. We put so much focus on their book smarts. We put so much focus on what they're able to learn in school, and then we neglect their emotional intelligence. We neglect the importance of their social and emotional, and I, this goes this goes back years and years. So my my oldest daughter is going to be 25 in May. I remember when she was, I think she was six years old in the first grade. I dropped her off, and maybe she was in pre-K. I dropped kindergarten. I dropped her off. Anyway, I went in. The teacher was like, you know, um, we probably want to talk about some of Michaela's grades. They're not very good, and, you know, this is a good time to think about holding children back. And I just said one thing to her. I said, when... How does she do with the children in her class? And the teacher is like, oh, she does great with the kids in her class. And I was like, that's the only thing I'm worried about. I know that anything intelligence-wise is going to catch up because I know she's a smart girl. I'm not worried about any of that cognitive stuff right now. I'm only interested in her, in her social and emotional abilities. Because if a child is out of sync socially or emotionally, and you can get by, you know, with with heightened intelligence. And hopefully if you're like a Bill Gates or you're like a Steve Jobs or a Elon Musk or a Mark Zuckerberg, you have this high intelligence, this high IQ, but this low social and emotional intelligence. And you're able to, because you can create something amazing, you're able to go out into the world and be super successful. But most people, especially traumatized children, this is so important for you to hear my sweet, sweet, dear parents that I love so much. Most of your children who have experienced trauma, they are very adept cognitively. They are actually very smart and you already know this, but guess what? When they're stressed, their thinking brain is knocked offline. They cannot access it. And if you don't help them to regulate their emotional brain, their thinking brain is going to continue to be chaotic. And even when they may be able to move into a state of regulation and function at a high, in, in, in a high IQ, a high level of IQ, a high level of cognitive functioning, if their regulatory system is not strong and it is not intact, when they get stressed out, they will regress and they will start operating from their emotional age because you actually have four levels of memory. And I just touched on this in a daily dose not too long ago. You have your cognitive, which is at the top of the filing cabinet. Then you have your emotional, which is the second drawer in the filing cabinet. Then you have your motor memory, which is your third drawer on the four drawer filing cabinet. So cognitive, emotional, motor. Your motor memory is your physical body. And at the bottom of that, you have your state level of memory. Your state level of memory, when it gets activated, it directs your motor, your emotional, and your cognitive. So in all times, I cannot emphasize this enough. Work to help your children regulate. Work to, to help your children consistently regulate their emotional brain. 
when they are misbehaving, it's because they've gone outside of their window of tolerance for how much stress they can handle. Their emotional intelligence in that moment is extremely low. If their emotional intelligence in that moment is extremely low, then their cognitive intelligence is going to be extremely low. So engage your own and rely on your own emotional intelligence by being attuned, by being sensitive, by being aware, by being an understanding. And instead of obsessing on the behaviors, listen to this. Don't obsess on the behaviors. Ignore the behavior. Don't ignore the child. Focus on the stress. And just ask yourself, and it's so hard, especially when you're stressed, it's almost impossible. But when you can keep your own stress level down, just ask yourself, what can I do in this moment to reduce the stress? Because you see. You're like, that's funny, huh? You see. If you are focused on your child's behavior, it's because you're stressed. Because your brainstem, your state level of memory is getting activated and stirred up. And when that happens, all your own parenting blueprints are getting activated. All those blueprints from your parents, from your grandparents, from your great-grandparents, from all the dysfunctional adults in your life are getting activated. And so then you just get more hyper-focused on your child's behavior. And then you're unable to see. See, but I want you to see. I want you to see. See your child, not the behavior. Ignore the behavior, don't ignore the child. Focus on the stress, focus on the emotional attunement, focus on the emotional intelligence and the development of your child's emotional intelligence. That's how they're going to win in society. But they're only going to acquire that through your loving, consistent, patient, repetitive adult presence. That's it. Hope this is beneficial for you. Big Papa loves you guys. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, you only have two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprints. Those blueprints are at the state level of memory. What opens the state level of memory? Stress. So we can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. Or we can stop. We can slow down. Take three to ten deep breaths. And choose love. Ignore the behavior not the child. Good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.